0: Raise your hand if you want to have an awesome school year. Every single teacher's hand just went up because we all want to have an awesome new school year. So let's do it. Welcome. Welcome to season two of the This Teacher Life podcast. Welcome to an opportunity to have an incredible school year despite the fact that it is going to be different. That's what we're going to dive into in today's episode titled How to Have an Awesome School Year Even if it feels like the plan is always changing and you are so stinking. And overwhelmed. I think that this can be our best school year yet and this episode is going to help us focus on that. But before we get into the episode, I want to share a five-star review that a fellow teacher left on the iTunes platform. They gave it five stars and they said, awesome and inspiring. I absolutely love listening to Monica's podcast. Each episode is quick, which I really appreciate, but Monica packs so much awesome goodness into 20 minutes. Each episode has takeaways that I can immediately put into action. I know that this podcast is helping me become a better and more awesome teacher for my wonderful students. Shout out to Mama Bog for leaving that. You are the listener of the week and I think we are going to have an awesome season two on this podcast. I want to be able to shout you out as the listener of the week in the future, so feel free to leave a written review at the end of this episode if you feel like it made you laugh, it made you think, it inspired you. That would be awesome. But for now, let's talk about how to have an awesome school year because you deserve it. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast This teacher life. To kick off this episode, I want to kind of get into our teacher brains together. We've got a lot of thoughts and emotions swirling around as summer comes to a close. And if you're like me, I'm sitting here thinking what is this school year really going to look like? I know that we have these plans that keep changing, but like, what is it actually going to be like when it starts? If you're like me, you're also desperately missing relationships with students, which is something that I value and you value so much. We're also wondering what connections with colleagues look like this year. Last school year just kind of, ended, and it just kind of left us hanging with some of our fellow teacher pals. We're also just missing silly with students. Are we going to be able to have the same types of relationships, that same kind of quirky environment that we've had in years past? And if you're like me, you're feeling a little bit of guilt for wanting everything to just go back to normal. We are craving predictability and stability in the classroom. And I think those are all things that we want, but we're wondering is that even realistic? And what's cool is in this episode we're gonna dive into four rock-solid ideas that I think can get us to where we want to be. So we can learn, and we can laugh, and we can create, and we can celebrate education with our students. I'm pumped for this episode, I'm pumped for this school year, so let's dive into these four solid ideas to make this an awesome school year. The very first one is simple, let's just celebrate education every day. I am a big believer in that there are little moments of awesome in every single day that we have to be intentional about finding. I think that it's going to be super easy to get bogged down by the stress and the unfamiliar nature of what we are walking into As we go back into our classrooms or as we start another round of virtual teaching or we do hybrid education what the heck does that even mean right there are so many new things that are going to be easy to focus on but my question to you and my question to myself and my question to every teacher listening are are we focused on struggles are we focused on failures or are we going to make the active choice to celebrate successes every single day? They're there. We just have to focus on finding them. And I want to tell a quick personal story because it wasn't that long ago that it was August and I was not going to go back into the classroom I was struggling with this concept of being a classroom teacher. I was eight years in, and I had lost my oomph. I'd lost my pizzazz. I'd lost my motivation. And I was walking down the back-to-school aisle at the Walmart, and I saw Ticonderoga pencils. And I was like, oh, I love them. I love them. They're the world's best pencils. And then I saw the Expo markers, and it was the bonus package. And you got two free markers. You got the pretty blue one and the pretty purple one and the bonus pack for free. And I was like, oh, I got to have those Expo markers. And then I kept steering my cart, and I saw the Lisa Frank folder. Lisa had brought back her collection of majestic school supplies, and I thought, oh, my God, I need that folder so bad. And it was crazy because I was struggling to get my head on straight to start year nine of education. And in this really weird moment in the Walmart, I saw the pencil and the marker and the Lisa Frank folder and passion was oozing out of me. And if I had lost my passion for education, I don't think I would have been that excited about school supplies. So I think that story, that was the Cliff Notes version of a much deeper, more intense story that I would love to share with you sometime, but if we can get that excited about little moments in our classroom every single day, then I think this can be our greatest school year yet. But the key here, friends, and listen closely to this key, is we must be intentional about finding those moments. It's not just going to happen. We have to have the mindset That we are going to find 180 days of awesome. I'm so passionate about this that I actually wrote a book called 180 Days of Awesome, celebrating every single day of education. So I want us to be thinking, how do we shift our mindset so this is your best school year yet? I think 2019-2020 was hands down the hardest year of school that I've ever taught, but that was completely out of our control. This year coming in, I do think we have more control over the situation Sure, we don't get to pick how far apart the desks are. We don't get to pick whether we wear masks or not. But I do think that we get to pick what our mindset is. And I'm coming in believing that 2020, 2021 is going to be the best school year of my life. Heck yes, year 12. Let's do it. Let's crush it. Because I believe that we deserve to love being a teacher each and every day. So let's do that. Let's celebrate education even in those small little moments that we don't think are significant. Boy, do they add up to build one big beautiful day. I don't know if you can hear my Apple Watch, but it's blowing up because I'm talking with my hands because I'm that excited. My Apple Watch is saying, Are you doing exercise right now? Yes, I'm exercising the right to love education. I want you to be that excited as well. So idea number two is relationships, relationships, relationships. I believe that this is the cornerstone of education, and I think it always has been. It's almost become this like almost cliche buzzword type of thing, but they've always been important. But I don't think relationships have ever been more in, more important in education than they will be this year. I'm a firm believer that we must put the roots before the fruits. What I mean by that, the fruits of education, like the things that we can grab off of that educational tree are grades, high test scores, your report card that's published in the newspaper. Those are the things that like people believe are a part of school. But what do we have to do to get those fruits? we got to focus on the roots, friends. And the roots are the relationships with our kids. We need to make sure that our kids are feeling trusted and safe and loved. I think it's going to be weird for kids to feel safe in schools this year. It's going to feel hard to feel trusted and loved, maybe if we're meeting remotely. And I know that it's different in every single state. I know that we've got listeners from California to Illinois to New York to Texas, Arizona. We've got listeners in Canada and Australia. And so I know that it's looking different in every single classroom, in every single part of this nation, and every single classroom internationally. But I do think that there's one very, very universal thing that can be said when it comes to relationships. It's that our kids don't need stuff. They need us. Ooh! hello, I want to say that again, our kids don't need stuff, they need us. They don't need all of the things that we had to take down out of our classrooms. Like all those posters and all the soft surfaces that we had to remove. That breaks our hearts as teachers because our, our environment to us is so important. But they don't need that stuff. They need us. They need to see us on that computer screen. They need to see us in the classroom. Even if it's seeing us six feet apart. Even if it's seeing us wearing masks. Even if it's seeing us through a camera via Zoom. That's what they need. They need us. We are their constant. And how do we communicate with kids? Like, how do we get them actually building relationships with us? Because for most of us, the kids that we have this year are new to us, right? Like, last year when we started distance learning, we had the upper hand because those kids had been working with us for three quarters, What does this look like when we start a social distance classroom or a distance learning classroom with brand new kids? How do we get them to open up and communicate? One of my favorite relationship strategies, and I share a lot about this in my book called The Rooted Classroom, but it's one of my favorite strategies to get kids talking. And it's a simple two-part statement that I want to share with you. Tell me what's going on in your heart. Tell me what's going on in your head. When we know what's going on in their head, in their heart, it's open ended enough so they communicate. Oftentimes, as teachers and as human beings, we will say to somebody, a loved one, our own kid, our significant other, something like that, we'll say, Hey, what's wrong? Which implies that the way that they're feeling is not okay. Let's kind of replace that this school year. Let's make a pact to say instead of saying to students what's wrong, we say, hey, tell me what's going on in your head. Tell me what's going on in your heart. It is a powerful, pivotal relationship statement that is going to pay dividends in the classroom. So how do you want to connect with kids this year? Whether it's in a classroom or via a computer, are you dedicated to saying, yes, relationships are important and I am going to put those roots before the fruits? I don't know when you're listening to this episode. Maybe you're listening to it at the kickoff of season two. Maybe you are just now finding this podcast and it's mid-school year. I want to share one final thing about this second tip involving relationships. It is never too early or never too late to build deeply rooted relationships with students. Maybe you're thinking, oh man, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to connect with this kid. They're already giving me a hard time. They're never showing up for my class. They won't even wear their mask, whatever it is. Like, I don't care if it's August, September, October, or if it's February, March, or April. We can build deeply rooted relationships with kids in the matter of moments if we are simply aware of the importance. And also, going back to tip number one, being aware of those little moments of awesome that have the power to change everything. All right, it is time for a fun fact of this episode. And I don't think that I have shared this fun fact. with like anybody so far so you this is an exclusive right here this school here I am starting a new book project. It will be my fifth book for educators. It is getting written this school year. In fact, I'm starting the writing process here in a couple of days and by the end of this school year, I will have my fifth book for teachers on the market and I am so excited of all the writing projects that I've ever done. This one is the one that we need right now. Oh my gosh, I I'm not going to tell you the title yet because I'm working on like four or five different titles. Um generally, I don't pick a title until the very very end, but it is I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It is going to be like my book game changers. Put into a blender with my book, 180 Days of Awesome, put into the washing machine with the book, The Rooted Classroom, and then put a little bit of crushing for kids in it. You put it all in a blender and it's like, hello, book number five. It is going to be a beautiful combination of all of the things that I think we need as teachers right now, and I am just super excited to dive into it. Oh my gosh. I wonder like what, what project are you working on this year? If you're listening to this episode and you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram, or you want to shoot me an email or a text message, I want to know what project are you working on this year? Because there is not one single project that is too small or too big for us as teachers to tackle when we put our mind to it. It's that 180 day of awesome mindset that we were talking about. So Let's do it. Let's start some new, fantastic, fun projects in this 2020-2021 school year. All right, so we are now back to our four ideas that are going to make this school year awesome. And idea number three is a reminder that change is part of growth. What do I mean by that? I mean, to be a game changer for kids sometimes... We have to be a little bit uncomfortable. And I know that that's not fun. None of us want to feel uncomfortable. Nobody wants to feel super outside of their comfort zone. But I think that this year is going to stretch us. It is going to feel a lot different. And while that's hard, I think that's really good. Because now is the time to step out of our comfort zones and bring our teaching to a new level. What does that mean for each of us? I think that's going to mean something different for each of us. But I think that maybe uh, technology is an area of growth that you need. Gosh, it's not. Now's the perfect time to grow into some technology apps or tips that are going to help you grow. Maybe it's classroom management is the thing that you need to stretch a little bit. Maybe it's data management. Maybe it's building relationships with colleagues or maybe it's, it's building relationships with parents. I think that we are going to change a lot and we're going to evolve a lot as an educational community. But I think sometimes we just have to change the game, literally. Maybe that means the way that we change student engagement. Maybe that's the way that we just do average things. I want to tell you just a quick story about something that I do to turn average into awesome. So I want you to kind of listen to this and figure out what is something that you do in your classroom that's maybe mundane or average, but you want to bring it to the next level to change and grow. For me... I think that like collecting papers is super super average, right? Like we have a turn-in tray or maybe a student collects papers for us or or maybe they they turn it in digitally. Like that's all super normal. But I wanted to turn this into something awesome. Like I knew that it didn't have to be mundane. I knew that paper collection didn't have to be so boring, right? It didn't have to be this headache. So a few years back, I started something called the paper collection race, which is literally something where I sprint around the room at the highest speed that I possibly can. I put on a sweatband. The kids cheer for me as I do this. And I feel like an Olympic athlete and a superhero all rolled into one. And it is so much fun. No longer is collecting papers. I'm like, oh, right. Put your name on it. Oh, what is this mystery substance on your worksheet, right? Like, I think that we can turn average things into awesome things that motivate kids that get us excited about walking to our classrooms every single day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It doesn't have to take a lot of energy. It doesn't have to take a lot of of creativity, even sometimes. I think we just have to take things that we've grown maybe accustomed to. Especially if we've been in the classroom for a hot minute. Like what is something that hasn't changed since our first year? And how can we change it into something great? I think there's ideas all around us to be game changers. So I want you to pick one thing. What is one thing that you're going to say? Yeah, that could probably use a little makeover. That could probably use a little bit of extra oomph and go for it. If you want a a video of me sprinting around uh, the room, it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, You can go to YouTube and search Monica Genta and collecting papers uh, should be awesome and you can check that out. But I think the takeaway message from this, that the change can create growth is that simple changes can cause significant impact. When I see my kids up at the Walmart, You know, years after I've had them, they say, "Miss G, do you still sprint around the room to collect papers? And I'm like, you know, yes, I do. I love it. Kids think I do it for them. Selfishly, I love it probably more than they do because I think we should love our job. And that is a perfect segue into our final fourth idea. Idea number four is simple. Crush it for kids. What do I mean by that? I mean that this school year is going to be perfectly imperfect. We are going to walk into our school every single day and want to crush it for kids. We're going to want to give our best opportunity because each and every day is an opportunity for us to give our best for kids. For us to walk out of the building and be like, boom, I crushed it. For us to log off of our computer and be like, that was different, but I nailed it. I connected with kids. I curriculumed. That's not a word, but let's turn it into one. I curriculumed with kids. Like, I nailed it. And it feels good because I love what I do. To crush it simply means to do a job particularly well and exceed expectations. Let's do that this year. Let's exceed parent expectations. Let's exceed maybe our principal's expectations. I think that we can do that. And I think sometimes all you need is maybe a fanny pack and a willingness to have a little bit of fun. Every once in a while, I will strap on my pink fanny pack and I will put the stickers in there. I will put the old man candy in that fanny pack. I will put some treasures in that fanny pack and I will teach with a Jansport 1990s fanny pack on. And I will be like, yes, yes, I am wearing this. And you better believe that you can earn one of those stickers. You can earn one of the pieces of the old man candy. You know you want a butterscotch, right? Like, I think that simple things can make a really big difference. But a secondary reminder is, even on our worst days, you are still the best thing in some kids' life. Even when we walk out of our building and we're like, "Mm, there was nothing to celebrate today. Oh, it was a disaster. I was a hot mess. I was literally sweating with my mask on or like two kids showed up to my Google meeting. Like, even when we feel like we are at our worst, there is a kid who logs off or walks off the bus and thinks, The best thing that happened today was Miss Shenta. The best thing that happened today was Mr. or Miss or whatever you go by. Like, you are the best thing for so many kids' life. So, on a scale of one to 10, how ready are you to absolutely crush this year? I'm like breaking the scale. I'm like a 12 plus. I am optimistic. But I'm optimistic because I know that we've got this. I know that. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be different. But I truly believe that we can be the best teacher. We can be all year long. Even if we have no stinking idea what the year is literally going to look like. Are we worried about what COVID did to impact education? Yes. Are we worried that we're not going to have positive momentum? Yes. Are we maybe veteran teachers who feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just stuck in a rut, right? Maybe you are an energetic, passionate teacher who's like, no, I am ready for a fun, fresh perspective. And if you said yes to any of those things, or if you're like, girl, preach this, I want you to know that like we can have an awesome school year. And sometimes we just have to, let me recap these four things. We have to celebrate education we got to build strong relationships. We have to change and grow. And we have to remember that we are crushing it for kids. I want to officially welcome you to what I believe can be your best school year yet. Like, do you believe that? I really, like, I'm not just asking that as, like, a nice reflective question at the end of a podcast. Do you actually believe that that is possible? Because I do. Like, I really do. I... I'm getting strangely emotional about it. If you've ever listened to my podcast, I'm a little bit unscripted. I go with what's on my heart and what's on my head, similar to what I talked about in this episode. And like, even as I sit here closing out this episode, I've got goosebumps and I'm welling up with tears because I know that this year is gonna be weird, but I am so, so excited about all the awesome that is going to spill out of this classroom experience regardless of what it looks like. I want to thank you so so much for being a part of this episode. I hope that it just caused you to reflect. I hope that there were these reminder nuggets in here or maybe you're like oh shoot I need to build relationships in that way or maybe I do need to run around the room and collect papers or take something that I do and turn it from average to awesome. I just I think that when we immerse ourselves into learning like this whether it's in the form of this podcast or another podcast or a book or or whatever it might be like we have to continue to learn and grow with each other and if you are digging this and you are saying like yes I need something like this continually like I need that boost whether it's in the form of video or reading or a live event I want to officially invite you to something that is happening this school year and it's called the awesome academy i lead professional development all across the country and a lot of times that means flying in and doing workshops and keynotes in schools and even though i'm going to continue to do that i understand that professional development for a lot of us as we stay safe in our regions of the u.s and beyond that we're trying to say, you know what? I'm going to learn and grow a little bit differently. And that's why I've created the Awesome Academy. It's a four part online conference that is going to happen the entire school year. So four courses for all the things that you need. One course on celebrating awesome every single day. One course on building ridiculously strong relationships with students. One course on student engagement and motivation, even in unique educational settings. And one course on how we can end this school year on a great note. You might be thinking, end the year? We haven't even started the year. That's what's cool about the Awesome Academy is it is continuous, engaging, fun, flexible, professional development that quite frankly you can do on your own time in your pajamas and earn up to 60 hours worth of PD credits. No hotels, no flying, no conference fees. It is all online and it is for you and I'm so pumped to be leading teachers through this this school year. If you want to check it out you can check out the show notes. I'll link it up or you can go to monicagenta.com Awesome Academy, regardless of what you need this year, regardless of of what this school year is gonna look like for your community and your school, I am just honored to be doing this with you. I'm honored that, that you just listened to this for the past 30 minutes, and I'm hopeful that as you're cooking or commuting that you're like, let's win the day. I needed that. Because I think we all sometimes just need a boost and a pep talk because we are living one of the greatest lives that we can, and it's called This Teacher Life.